Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs, along with my co-host Shane Mason, and we are two of the thousands of nurses on duty today. With the runoff vote only two weeks away, one Chicago politician figures almost as prominently in the series' mayoral campaign as do the two candidates themselves, incumbent Rahm Emanuel and his challenger, Cook County Commissioner Jesus Garcia. That would be the city's first African-American mayor since the late Harold Washington. In accepting the endorsement of Reclaim Chicago, Garcia compared the new independent political organization to the grassroots workers' movement that powered Washington's Rainbow Coalition to a surprising 1983 victory over the city's infamous Democratic machine led for decades by Mayor Richard Boss Daly. Like Mayor Washington, I believe the people of Chicago and our communities are the heart and soul of the city, said candidate Garcia. Mayor Emanuel believes that his crony corporations are all that matters. He views the working families of this city with indifference, unworthy of either regard or a fair share of civic resources. Garcia also proclaimed support for a financial transaction tax on Wall Street speculation and called for a health policy that supports health care for every resident. Here with us to talk about the Reclaim Chicago movement is RN and Midwest Director for National Nurses United, Jan Rudolfo. Jan, welcome to Nurse Talk and thanks for being with us. Hello. First, we wanted to start out with what is Reclaim Chicago and how and why was it started? Uh, Reclaim Chicago is a progressive political organization in Chicago uh, that was started by National Nurses United and also the People's Lobby, which is a fantastic um, effort to bring community organization into politics. That's fantastic. I love it that that group got together. So now let's talk about the candidates. Absolutely. Um, Well, so Rahm Emanuel, for us, really symbolizes a different perspective, a different direction that the city's been headed. Looking at what he's done at the clinic closures, at the regressive taxation and the red light cameras and privatization of the parking meters really symbolizes for us what happens when when corporate America takes over your city. Yeah. And do you mind talking a little bit about the clinic closures that you're... You were referencing? There's a series of city-run mental health clinics in Chicago that were already um, grossly underfunded. Um, There weren't enough of them, um, and they were a lifeline for people. They were a a place that people that couldn't otherwise afford uh, mental health care uh, could come and on a weekly basis receive treatment and whatever they needed to to, to take care of themselves. And under Rahm Emanuel, uh, those clinics, a number of them, I think half of them, were closed despite the fact that there were uh, there were huge public public hearings about them. What was the reason that he decided to close those clinics? Did he have anything that made any sense? No, you know, uh, they were going to consolidate them and it wasn't going to have any impact on the community at all, according to them. And we need to make tough choices. <laughs> yeah. In reality, you know, it's not a question of there not being enough money in Chicago. It's a, it's a question of where the whose pockets that money is going to. And when you've got a mayor who is deciding uh, to take taxpayer money um, that's meant to take care of people and, and shifting it instead to corporate interests like the Hyatt or the Marriott to private interests, and then um, since he's making tough choices when he closed closes basic health care services, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's outrageous. And so we've seen a spike in suicides. We've seen... Um, mass incarceration issue growing uh, as people who have, are mentally ill are finding themselves imprisoned rather than able to go to their, their community clinic. It's, it's really outrageous. When they make these tough choices, it's never about corporate cutback. When I was, when I was a kid growing up, and I tell this story, um, but I remember uh, in the Reagan era uh, being a little kid in school at the kitchen table and listening to the radio in the morning while I was eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. And Ronald Reagan talking about uh, how we needed to, to make tough choices and we needed to tighten our belts. And I remember asking my parents what, what he meant by tightening our belts. And my parents made sort of a, you know, an offhanded comment about, uh, well, if, if you eat too much, right, then <laughs> if you eat less, then your belt will be 
you know, you're able to tighten your belt. Mm-hmm. And so I had this feeling like the economy was bad because I was eating too much <laughs> as a kid, right? It's your but fault, Jan. Right, but that's, you the, did that's it. exactly what the metaphor is, right? That yeah, is totally. exactly what the metaphor is. You're so right. If we all weren't interested in eating, we could have mm-hmm. so much more money for corporate America. So tell us a little bit about uh, Jesus Garcia. What makes him different? And why uh, is NNU so excited to back him? So Jesus Chewy Garcia, um, I think of him as Chewy in my mind, um, okay. actually comes out of the legacy of Harold Washington, uh, was a steadfast supporter, and uh, really came up politically in that Rainbow Coalition uh, feeling of breaking down the doors of city government and bringing uh, minority communities that have been locked out into the political picture. And uh, it was an unbelievably energetic and exciting time for people, a time of hope. Uh, and obviously, we've had decades since then uh, where things have spiraled down quite a bit. But I think he that is... really lights up when he talks about that period of time. And I think he brings that vision. Our role is, from my perspective, to be a movement that keeps on feeding the energy and keeps him strong and focused on that legacy uh, rather than getting pulled by, uh, you know, by the sort of common sense ideas of how politics work today. So Reclaim Chicago Coalition represents the south side of Chicago, which is mostly blue-collar workers. And locals often say that the south side built the city and the north side owns it. So talk about that. Much of our base is on the south side. You're right about that. Um, But we really do see ourselves as a citywide organization and have endorsed in races that are um, throughout the city. Anywhere where we were able to find a progressive candidate that we thought uh, was willing to, to identify with the movement and to see themselves as underneath the needs of the movement rather than sort of as the points themselves. But yeah, I, I think you, you were reading some, some very nice selections out of the speech that Chewy Garcia made at, at our press conference when we announced our endorsement of him. Um, and he talks about a tale of two cities, and that's really what it feels like to me. Not so much north side versus south side, but more the loop and corporate in a corporate city and LaSalle Street and where the um, Mercantile Exchange and the Board of Trade are versus the communities and neighborhoods um, where you just had a little little ways from the loop on the south or west side and you see things really deteriorating and uh, a real dismissiveness about the needs that people have. Which is indicative of so many places across the country. What's happening there mm-hmm. in Chicago is happening across the country everywhere. That's why this fight is so important. Exactly. And we really see ourselves as trying a new way of doing politics and one that we hope that other, um, other cities and counties would take up as well if, it, if we're successful, which we hope, fully intend to be. Yeah, so Jen, this is really a civil rights movement, isn't it? It's not just the endorsement of one candidate, but it's a it's a huge movement that you're trying to push through overall. Right, and we started out with with um, a, a sense of how wrong things were, and how we knew that the opinion of people living in the city didn't match what city government was doing. So we started with a sense of wrongness, and then a sense of vision of how much better things could be if you put the needs of people and if you saw city government as existing to make it make the city a better place to live for everyone, right? that kind of vision, and then came up with a list of sort of political planks or particular issues like like housing and clean government and uh, healthcare for everyone. Uh, looked at those planks and and then measured our candidates against those planks. So rather than looking at sort of who's the best candidate of the two or something, we looked at who really believes in these planks and is willing to mobilize people and be responsive uh, to people that want to fight back about them. So what does the coalition hope to accomplish and what needs to be done for you to accomplish your goals? And ultimately, we would like to win uh, to win a, you know, the, the spot for Chuy Garcia as a progressive mayor, 
I'd have a major- have a majority progressive city council uh, that makes it possible to move progressive policies. And we want to see real change come out of it. We want to see a change in quality of life uh, for people in Chicago. And we want to um, set an example of what's possible so that um, we can sort of build on things like um, like the movement for municipal government in Seattle or in Richmond, California, and uh, you know, and really start to see people take back government where they live because the you know things have been so ugly on a state national level um, that there needs to be an upsurge and, and we think that starting locally is a good way to to make that happen. And so again, when is the mayoral election and how can people find out more about Reclaim Chicago? The mayoral election is on Tuesday, April the 7th. So we're just a couple of weeks out here. We are on the doors and on the phones and doing everything we can to have neighbor talk to neighbor to to come out for that election. Uh, Reclaim Chicago uh, has a website. If you just Google Reclaim Chicago, you'll see a number of articles and the the main website um, and you can plug in and, and sign up that way to get involved. I understand that Chewy supports the financial transaction tax. Does Rahm Emanuel support it? <laughs> no. I didn't Rahm think so. Emanuel most definitely does not support the financial transaction tax. Um, he is he, he comes up out of hedge funds um, and is completely sympathetic to the arguments that uh, Board of Trade and the Mercantile Exchange make. Um, Chewy, on the other hand, is um, really uh, invested in revenue, revenue solutions that don't uh, you know, don't hurt our most vulnerable citizens. Um, so the financial transaction tax, both the Robin Hood tax nationally and also the Illinois financial transaction tax are things that he's, um, he has in his uh, toolbox of potential solutions. And I think he's looking at all of them uh, to figure out what makes the most sense. I'm so glad that uh, National Nurses United has taken this up because who better than the nurses to get this um, out to the people? And, and this is a real fight to create balance in your city, which hopefully will spread to other cities in the country because we are really out of balance and the working class are suffering. So thank Absolutely. you so much for your years of being a nurse, Jan, but especially for your years of being a nurse advocate. Well, we really appreciate the space that you give us on the air to actually talk about the work that we're doing and to, to spread the word. So thank you so much. We've been talking with RN and Midwest Director of National Nurses United, Jan Rudolfo. For more information about this topic, visit nnu.org or nursetalksite.com.